Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey guys, welcome to Steel Wars. I'm comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. It is Friday. This will be part two of our Friday coverage of Star Wars Celebration. And we have just seen the teaser. If you haven't listened to our previous blog pods, you can hear our in-room reaction to the teaser. What we're about to do now, as part of my work for Channel 10's Studio 10 back in Australia, a, uh, a morning chat news show, we are working on a feature piece on Star Wars Celebration, and I am in the press row room, and I'm about to talk to the cast and crew of Star Wars The Last Jedi. Now, while when you watch the piece on television, you'll only hear some snippet highlights from the interviews, what you're about to hear will be the full interviews with everyone I get to chat with. How about we see what goes down? Kelly Marie Tran, one of the new cast members in The Last Jedi. You were yeah. essentially, in classic terms, the Billy D. Williams of this saga joining mid-trilogy. Ooh. Does that add some pressure? You know, I feel like there was pressure just in general because it's Star Wars and because it's so loved and you just want to do the best job that you can. Um, so yeah, I guess there is pressure. Can answer yeah. that question real quick. Were you a big fan before you got the role? Uh, you know, I had known about it and I had seen a lot of the movies before. I wasn't a huge fan, but once you're part of this world and you're attending all these events, like I went to Celebration Undercover and there's so much respect for it and so much love for the fan base and it's just incredible. So now I feel like I'm... <laughs> I, I guess not being like that into a performance, yeah. seeing an event like this must be extra overwhelming. Insane. Yeah. Insane. And just to walk on that stage and see all of those people and they're so excited and so happy and it's contagious. Like I was up there like, oh, like this is awesome. Yeah. The, the, the joy is indescribable in the room. Undescribable. Exactly. Mm. Now... Since we found out you're going to be in the film, there is rumours swirling that you might be on adventures with Finn. And, you know, maybe... Rumours! Hmm. I can't confirm or deny those rumours. Okay. Yeah. Is there any romance oh, in The Last oh, Jedi? Oh, oh, Kathy Kennedy is right around the corner, so I'm going to have to decline to answer that question. <laughs> it's easy just to say no. 
Okay, good sizzle, good sizzle. <laughs> good sizzle, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone should be thinking about things. <laughs> okay, well, enjoy your journey to Thank the premiere. Thank you so much. It was nice to meet you. It was lovely meeting you. Yeah, see you around. Thank you. Channel 10 News, Hello, Daisy. I'll just jump on that side. Oh, that's okay. Shout out to my sister. Thank you. She lives in Melbourne. Well, I'm from Melbourne. Daisy, welcome to the show. It's great to have you. Now, I think Star Wars fans fell in love with Ray when she revealed herself to be as much of a Luke Skywalker fan as we were. Mm. You said in the panel mm. that you should be careful about meeting your heroes. Mm. What should Star Wars fans brace themselves when we meet the Jedi Master Luke Skywalker? I think uh, what we hear Luke say in the trailer about uh, the Jedi yeah, so it's, 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 it's like what? John was like what? I missed that bit. I think it's um, I think it's just a certain expectation that people have and perhaps that being challenged or going in a different direction. Okay. Speaking of challenges, yeah. it looks like you're going to get some training scenes, maybe a, uh, a sweet 80s training montage. That would be fantastic. That would be fantastic, but with John Williams' music, obviously. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course, yeah. of course. What challenges does Ray face in the new film? I have not been briefed on that one. What I will say is, what challenges does she face? I mean, physical ones, yes. Like, training-wise, it was funny, because I felt like, uh, in the first fight, I was like, I was, I was much weaker than I am now. I really worked on my strength, and I trained really hard. But emotionally, there's a lot... She's just been pushed into this world, and everything's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and everyone's telling her this thing that she is. Kind of how I feel. Everyone's telling her this thing that she is, and she's like, wait, wait, like she needs time to catch up and also time to work out for herself what it is that is happening and how she's feeling and everything so um, emotionally I think there are there's a lot actually of challenges and I'm sorry I got facing you did thank you Ryan, skill for sure. Hey, I'm a sticky guy. Good to see you. Yeah, yeah, good to see you. I'll yeah. cover on that side. All right, cool, yeah. Cool. Ryan Johnson, director of The Last Jedi. Let's talk pressure. <laughs> You're following the highest grossing film of all time. Oh, it's getting compared to Empire Strikes Back. And last night, I saw you autographing four fans for three hours that were camping out all night. <laughs> Yesterday, you got to see George Lucas talk about storytelling. What's your frame of mind as we're about half a year away yeah. from The Last Jedi? Well, you know what? I mean, I uh, when I first came into it, kind of my... The, the way that I thought, okay, this is the way I know how to do this, was to kind of shut out all the the abstract ideas of bigger pressure and go straight back to my 10-year-old self and say, I started as a fan and I know what these stories meant to me and I'm just going to tap into that and I'm going to trust it. And so going out last night and meeting all the fans and seeing, you know, this is, it's not like me and them, it's us. Like this is all of us sharing this thing and seeing that they're coming from the exact same place. It was actually really comforting. If anything, it, it feels like it takes relieve some of the pressure just knowing that um, we're all drawing from that same well of what these stories meant to us and I feel like we've tried to be really honest to that in, in what we've created let's talk about that 10 year old fan Ryan yeah. Johnson fans have an expectation of a Luke Skywalker yeah. we haven't seen him for 30 years yeah. we missed him all of the Force Awakens we want to see him be that heroic 
leader, yeah. igniting the green, mm. how much did that affect your storytelling? Well, greatly, obviously, because all the things you described are the things that I came into it wanting. I also, though, was coming into... I needed to do something that made sense in terms of where this story was headed. And that means what we know about Luke, where we find him at the end of The Force Awakens, and also how uh, it's not just Luke this time. Daisy is coming up to the top of the mountain and offering, you know, Ray is handing out that lightsaber. So his story is her story, and they have to work together. So there were lots of different additional considerations, but, you know, I... For me, Luke was Luke was my guy growing up, you know, me and too, that's man. the one that me you too. look up to. And so, just so you know, that's like where my heart was at in the whole thing, too. Finally, for the yeah. first time ever, we're going to have a Star Wars film continue directly after yeah. in the saga series. Mm-hmm. At what point was that decision made, and how much collaboration with JJ did you undergo to mm-hmm. make that like a seamless transition between the two storytellers? For me, it was immediate, you know, and I, I read J.J.'s script, and they were, he was in the middle of shooting it at the time, and I thought, I want to see what happens next, immediately next. I want to see what that reaction is. It won't work for me to cut two years later. Um, because I, the enigma that J.J. opened up of Luke at the end of The Force Awakens is so great. Um, that's the question that I want answered in our movie. And so that seemed like the right starting place for it. And what was JJ's reaction to your decision? He was into, he was really supportive. I mean, it was, you know, it was funny. It was the, the writing process was very much kind of like a smooth baton handoff, sort of. He, uh, I was able to kind of see his story. A, a saber handoff, perhaps. Ooh, we'll see. Uh, so, I, I, yeah, I was able to read his script, read his story, and then think, okay, what makes sense? Like, what what do I care about in this, and where can it go next? And he was so supportive of me taking it there, and just a great cheerleader. Ryan, personally, thanks so much for all you did for the Thank fans you. over the weekend. It's it's so cool to oh, have. It's a blast, yeah. Like, it's a long wait. Yeah. And there was such positive vibes from what you came down and did. And yeah. I think you've made. I actually, I don't think I know you've made lifetime memories oh, for like I know I made you know I mean? for myself yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so thanks heaps man thanks. I really appreciate it I appreciate it, so, it yeah. can't wait to see the film alright cool so. yeah. <laughs> show it to you Hey, John. Steel from Australia. Pleasure to meet you. I'm with Snow. Yeah, now it's you. Jesus Christ. I'm not with that guy. I don't really like that guy. We have issues. <laughs> Snoke. Sort out our issues. Sort out our issues. Speaking of Snoke and the First Order, your outfit today is might be a bit ominous for savvy, fashion-conscious Star Wars fans that you might be returning to your First Order roots. That's yeah, so all I'm saying is that, you know, I'm a Star Wars fan as much as I am a... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Star in it, and, and I always have to drop you some some little crumbs. So when I wear stuff, just know it's for a reason. It's for a reason. Figure it out, man. Come on, think, think. <laughs> you know I can never be too good on this. I can't. I can't help it. I have to tell you something. Yeah. Think. 
normal advice to Star Wars fans is to stop overthinking. No, 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 no. Overthink the whole thing. Okay, <laughs> this is rigged, people. Luke Skywalker just said in the teaser trailer that the Jedi must end. You need to think about that, guys. Think. Don't, don't, don't let them lie to you. You've got to think. Now, your stardom has just rocketed after the film. I've always wondered at the Force Awakens panel mm-hmm. at Celebration mm-hmm. when you were standing out there with Mark and Carrie two legacy stars yeah. you're getting introduced to this fandom mm-hmm. were you in your mind like that could be me on this stage coming back in 20 or 30 years yeah trying to get through the year <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, I mean it's 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 interesting I mean I, I don't know what, what what's, what's going to Happened with, with with these characters. We're, we're not told um, about that, but but definitely, my I'm curious as to as to as to what would happen. You know, especially you know, I've signed on for nine and just seen characters continue. What you know, where where does it all go? And you do look at them and think, you know, they had to come back after 30 years. Will that be the same thing? Or, mm. Whatever it is, but we're here now and it's, and it's working out so far. We're in the fandom forever. Mm. Now, uh, one last question: In the Force Awakens, Finn was on the run. Towards the end, he uh, grabbed this lightsaber and stood up for his friends. Yep. Then he was brutally injured. How does that injury affect Finn's trajectory in The Last Jedi? Back pain. Back pain. <laughs> you know, a few moments after he's been running, ooh, some back pains. A, a, a big nasty boil on that back. That slash is, is terrible. Have you ever had a, a lightsaber injury? Uh, not lately. It continues to burn your skin for, for a very long time, so he has to go through a significant amount of, of therapy. So that's why we see him in the trailer in the back to suit. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's great sizzle. Follow up to the, the biggest film of all time, Back Pain. Back Pain. That's, 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 that's literally it. Someone give him a Benadryl or something. <laughs> Get some yoga going, man. No, yeah. Yeah, he needs some space yoga for sure. Nice. Well, yeah. enjoy the journey to Thank the next you. film. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mate. Pleasure. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Hey, Kathy, Steele Saunders from Australia. Hello. Pleasure to see you. Uh, we're with Kathy Kennedy, uh, president of Lucasfilm. Now, yesterday, as a fan experience at Star Wars Celebration, you over, over delivered. Uh, we had Harrison Ford, George Lucas, John Williams, all the returning cast. I know you're very passionate about Star Wars and its fans. What part of it was most satisfying for you to coordinate? Well, you know, the, the fact that yesterday was the 40th anniversary of Star Wars that we were celebrating, that's something obviously we've been aware was on the horizon and it was important to us that we acknowledge those 40 years and acknowledge what it was that George has created that's really, you know, miraculously held on for all these years and, and remains so significant and important to the fans. But with the loss of Carrie in December, that made it even more of a, of a celebration in a way that uh, was extremely important to all of us. And I think what happened yesterday was just so comfortable and genuine and felt not only like a family reunion, but just being here with the fans to be a part of that celebration. I, I can't think of anything I've done in a long, long time that was so incredibly satisfying. Now, after Carrie's tragic passing, like fans around the world speculated what was the character's future. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't help but think I would not wish your Monday morning. Like, that's not a, a, a question you want to have to decide. There's, 
there is no right answer, maybe, but there's plenty of wrong answers. Well, you know, the wonderful thing is we had finished shooting episode eight. Carrie has a significant role in that as the general. She is absolutely fantastic in the movie. And it's wonderful that we're able to actually finish that film with her in it and have people be able to see that fantastic last performance. And moving from there, um, for obvious reasons, we had to really stop and rethink where we were going with Nine and, and essentially start over again. How is it for you to have George come back to a, an event like that? Like, it was so great. I mean, there's there's nothing I want more than to see him be happy about this and and to feel proud of what he's created. I mean, he's meant so much to so many people. I think that that was that was the probably the most satisfying thing was to see him actually have such a great time. That's awesome. I'm very interested. A lot has been said about the the Passover to. Disney, mm-hmm. but not much has been. Like Star Wars is a film of changes. It's mm-hmm. it's evolved over time. Uh, is there like a contractual or a handshake agreement that the films are locked in their current form? No, there's there's no one actually locking us into anything. We, in fact, the beauty of this relationship with the Walt Disney Company is they have been absolutely fantastic at standing back and pretty much letting us do what we want. Uh, sorry, I mean like the, the vision of George's final cut of the film that he left us with, like whether that might be altered over time. Well, I haven't touched those. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> those will always remain in. Yeah, thank you. Well, guys, how about that? Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Kelly Marie Tran, Ryan Johnson, and Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy talking The Last Jedi on the show. It is a hard task to squeeze as much as possible into the short time allowed in a press line like that, but I hope you guys got something out of it. It was a lot of fun, and as you could hear, some really cool people working on the next installment of the Star Wars saga. Now, let's get this one out there. If you're following us on Twitter, and I hope you are, if you're not, it is Steel Wars, S-T-E-E-L-E-W-A-R-S. I will pin this episode to the top of the account and smash that retweet button. Likewise, if you're on Facebook or in a Star Wars forum, Drop a link to this episode. It would be great to get it out to as many Star Wars fans as possible. And of course, if you've been holding out, just going, I'm waiting, I'm waiting until he talks to cast and crew members from The Last Jedi, until I go on iTunes and write that sweet five-star review, well, the day is here. Get up on iTunes click five stars and let other Star Wars fans know that we're doing good stuff. Give us a little bit of a vouch. It bumps us up the rankings and makes me feel warm inside. If you are new to the podcast, uh, maybe someone did that. They recommended this episode to you and now you're here. Well, welcome. Thank you. It is great to have you check out our back catalogue, along with all the blog pods covering all the fun from Star Wars Celebration. We do super fun, yet in-depth interviews with Star Wars personalities. Hear how Star Wars voice actor Stephen Stanton became 
Admiral Raddus in Rogue One. Find out what it was like for film critic legend Leonard Moulton to interview George Lucas for the box set so many years ago. One of my favorite interviews is with Nathan Hamill, the son of Mark, where we find out what's it like to be a huge Star Wars fan when Luke Skywalker is actually your real-life dad. And those are just the tip of the iceberg. Tomorrow, I will post up the concluding chapter of our Friday at Star Wars celebration. Then, of course, we've got Saturday and Sunday to come. So, so much content. I hope you're enjoying it as much as I enjoyed making it for you guys. Until then, may that force be with you. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.